joy and peace to all the people of the earth. Let's receive the word of God with Reverend Kiluba. Kiluba, may God bless you. Dear online listeners, dear listeners who follow us on your local radios of your respective cities, we greet you in the name of the great return. I wish the return to the Father and the dwellings of the Father. You will return to his dwellings through this message that I'm sharing with you. The topic that I'm going to speak on your behalf, dear listeners and faithful listeners, is entitled, Great's Word for the Return to the Dwellings of the Fathers. There won't be a return without this great word of the Lord. God has a word for the return towards his dwellings. And allow that this word be lifted again. Mm. It's in Isaiah 51 verse 9. Awake. Awake. Arm of the Lord. Clothe yourself with strength. Awake. As in the days gone by. As in the generations of old. Was it not you who cut Rahab to pieces? who pierced the monster through. Awake. This word, awake, this is our prayer. They will be returned. People will return. I love this prayer. I love that the church should make with me this prayer of the scripture. That Jesus made the prayer of David. It was the prayer of the scripture. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And God listened to the prayer of the scripture. And this prayer, too, is going to be heard no matter where, where you are. Awake in verse 9. Awake, arm of the Lord, clothe yourself with strength. Awake as in the days gone by. It works. And it is going to work again and again. This prayer will be heard. Was it not you who cut Rahab to pieces, who pierced the monster through? It will be possible again and again. Listen to me well. This prayer is exciting me. Was it not you who dried up the sea, the waters of the great deep, who made a road in the depths of the sea so that the redeemed might cross over? Those hands, those the Lord has rescued, will return. They will enter Zion with singing. Everlasting joy will crown their heads. Gladness and joy will overtake them. And sorrow and sighing will flee away. No return, no return. Without this word, the great word 
for the return to the dwelling of the Father. I feel the anointing of this prayer, of the prayer of the scripture. Make this prayer in your nations, in your churches. It will work. Awake. Awake. Cloth yourself with strength. I'm of the Lord. Awake like in the days of old. They will be a lot of repentance. People return to the Father, hallelujah, because of the great word that touches the heart of the one who doesn't want you to return. It doesn't matter if he doesn't want you to return, but the word of the Lord will do its work. Pharaoh didn't want, he didn't want. But God pierced him. Hey, hey. Satan doesn't want to let you go or to let go of your money. But the sweat of the Lord will do its work. It is the time of the sweat. Allow the scripture that says, Curses anyone who does the work of God with negligence. A curse on anyone who keeps their sweat from bloodshed. The sweat is here, it is here. Follow me well. Because it is going to pierce the one who hinders. They return to the eternal dwellings. God says, I will lead them to a great and good country where milk and honey flows. But Pharaoh didn't want that. But the sword took care of the problem so that Israel could go back in the dwelling of his fathers. God revealed himself in the burning bush. He revealed himself in the burning bush. He had a flaming sword. He says, I am the God of your father, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The place where you are standing is holy. He is the same God who revealed himself in the plains of Jericho. The chief commander of the army of the Lord who had a naked word. Take the sword of the Lamb. Take the sword of the Lamb. It works so that you may enter in your rights in what God has prepared for you. Not for eternity, but for the present moment, you are going to enter in the dwelling of your heavenly Father. Take the sword of the Lamb. Mm -hmm. Without the sword, no return. The Passover Lamb needed to be slain. He's still alive. There is in the blood of the Lamb a great sword for your return. Hallelujah. God said to Moses, I will do one more miracle and he will let you go. He will let you go back home. Home is home. Go back home. In Swahili, Kwenu ni Kwenu. In English, home is home. Israel didn't have the means to go back home, but God had the means for their return in the dwellings of their fathers. Hallelujah. 
Rashid Moses, I send you to take them out of bondage. Israel was bound. No matter your chains, they will fall before the God of the Word. We are going to slay. They needed to return. I would love for you to return in what God has prepared for you, in what God has promised you, in what God has revealed to you. It is the house of your father. But there is one who is opposing, who doesn't want you to go and see what God promised to you. I am sending you the revelation of the great word so that you may return to the father and his dwellings. But you need to pray. As I read it in Isaiah 51, awake, awake, as in the days of old. Hallelujah and hallelujah. I am thinking about the English of England. Return in the territory of your father, John Wesley, the territory of holiness. You are going to return in that spiritual reality. I'd love for the church to return in the territory of her fathers. But it's going to go through the great sword. The sword will do its work. Isaiah 27 verse 1. In that day, the Lord will strike by his great sword the great serpent. He will kill the monster that is in the sea. Hallelujah and hallelujah. This is extraordinary. We are in the sea in order to kill the monster. The Bible says he will punish. He will not try. He will punish. If you do the prayer that I have read with you in Isaiah 51, awake, 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 and the Lord will strike. He will strike. He said to Moses, I am going to pass through Egypt and I will strike Egypt and you will return. What is holding you back from returning in the things God has prepared for you, in what God has revealed to you? You have dreams and dreams and visions. Return in the plans of your God. But there is no other way to return. We need to strike I love this word of the scripture. In that day, the Lord will punish, hallelujah, with his sword, his fierce, great, and powerful sword, the Leviathan and glided serpent, the Leviathan, the coiling serpent. He will slay the monster of the sea. He will kill the monster for your return. You will return, return in the land of your spiritual fathers, you, the English people, where they were, and you, the Germans, you return, where Martin Luther was, you Asians, you return in the revival called the revival of the first Asian church, 
the prayer is awake, awake, as in the days of old. Why not asking for these things? I don't know how to help the church. The church continues to pray for small things, but they are not asking the things that made history, that made the history of the church. Awake. This prayer excites me, makes me crazy positively, makes me crazy for Jesus. The apostles were crazy for Jesus. They said, choose for yourselves. Should we obey you instead of obeying the Christ? We will not keep quiet of the things that we have seen and heard. We are crazy for Jesus. We need crazy men and women as in the olden times, as Paul and Peter. Paul says, if I am crazy, it's for the Lord. If I am of good sense, it's for you. As he was speaking, they said to him, your great wisdom is making you mad. And Paul says, it's not the word of a madman, it's a word of good sense. We need people who are going back in the zeal of their fathers. I'm thinking about the Europeans who went in America, who went in Asia, who arrived here in Africa. Go back in that missionary grace. Hallelujah and hallelujah. But you cannot return. There is only one way to return. It is the great sword, the great fierce and powerful sword. I love the way that Isaiah describes this word in chapter 27. Fierce, great, and powerful sword. In that day, the Lord will punish, and the return happened. Verse 12 of chapter 27 in that day the lord will thresh from the flowing euphrates to the wadi of egypt and you israel will be gathered up one by one in that day a great trumpet will sound those who were perishing in assyria and those who were exiled in egypt will come and worship the lord on the holy mountain in jerusalem they will return. You will return to your home. I love this gospel that is making men and women to return. I wanted to speak to you of the secret of all return. The redeemed of the Lord will return to Zion by this word the great sword it is the sword that changed the location of the children of israel to the dwelling of their fathers jerusalem the land of canaan that god swore to give to their fathers i would love that you should come out of witness in ministry May you go back in the house of your father. And that was the power of Pentecost. It is the house of the father. 
he dwells in the midst of flames and flames of fire. A voice came from the burning bush. Says, I am the God of your father. The God of the fathers is in the fire. Go back in that house of the four corners of the earth in order to harvest the things of the four corners of the earth. But it was impossible. It was the God who was in the burning bush. Our time is short. I'm, I'm running behind time. When God struck with his fierce sword, Judah became the sanctuary of God without the great sword. There wouldn't be Mount Sinai. God said to Moses, when you bring them out, you will bring them on this mountain to worship. We no longer feel the fire of worship. Father, we adore you. We lay us before you. Oh, we love you. Father, Father, there is no longer the fire of worship because you are far from the house of the Father in the upper room. They entered the house of the Father. They worshipped. They heard them praising God in the languages of the nations. You are going to worship. It goes through the sword. Satan knows the message I'm giving you today. And God said to Moses, I am going to use the weapon for the return. The great sword, as it is described in Isaiah 27, the great fierce and powerful sword, he will strike and the return will be possible. When Isaiah writes this prayer of Isaiah 51, he is many years after Moses. That's why he says, awake, awake, arm yourself with strength. As in the days of old, why don't you turn your eyes to the revival of the early church and say to God, Lord, awake, awake, as in the days of old, in the days of John Wesley, Awake, awake. It was not written by chance. It was written for our instruction that we may use this prayer to strike. It is time to strike the one who doesn't want the return. God knew. Let me take you forward. The Bible says, God said it to his servant Abraham. says, your descendants will go in a foreign land where they'll be held in bondage. But I will judge. God judges by the sword. I will judge the nation that they will be enslaved to and they will come out with great wealth. Don't return empty-handed. Return with great wealth. Not only the great and powerful sword repatriates us back home. It is a power of repatriation in the dwellings of our fathers. You will live what your fathers experienced 
in healing, in power, in deliverance, and casting out devils and massives or salvation of the masses. God said to Abraham, Know that I will judge. I will judge. That is why I'm saying to magic and witchcraft, do not keep the children of God. Do not keep the property of the children of God. You will be judged and you will be decapitated and they will come out. They will go back. They will return in the things that their fathers experienced. Where is the God of my father? And he said, here I am. The sword knows how to repatriate you. No matter where you are, in America, in Canada, in France, in Gabon, in South Africa, in Congo, Kinshasa, Congo, Brazzaville, in Cameroon, in Zambia. I don't know where you are, but one thing I know, what is the sea? The sea represents the nations. There is a monster, there is a, a coiling serpent among the nations. You like it or not, he is there. And his desire is not to let you go with your wealth. He said, he threatened Moses, saying to him, if you appear again in my presence, asking for the release of Israel with wealth, I will kill. If Satan is threatening to kill you, kill him. Hey, who killed the other? Is it the one who threatened or the one who was threatened? The one who was threatened to be killed is the one who killed the one who threatened him that is why don't threaten the men of god the women of god the children of god if pharaoh said to him if you appear in my presence i'll kill you moses says i will not appear again in your presence he didn't say what it was in his heart which was i'll be the one who kill you and moses began by slaying the heads of the firstborns of egypt and afterwards, uh, he killed Pharaoh and his army. That monster that didn't want the return of Israel with her riches and her property was killed by the help of the servant of God, Moses. And Moses used the address of the great sword. Listen to me, church. What is the address of the great sword? It is the blood. It is the blood, the blood of Jesus, the blood of the Lamb. The blood is the address of the great word. Satan sheds the blood of Jesus, and the blood of Jesus kills the one who shed his blood. What are you doing with the blood? What are you doing with the cup that you are using in Holy Communion, the blood of Jesus? Behind the blood of Jesus is hidden a sword. Hallelujah and hallelujah. Look, look well. When the Passover lamb was slain, the sword was revealed. Come back to the preaching of the cross so that the sword may be revealed. You preach your own sermons, but I preach the power of the blood of Jesus. As the English people speak, there is power, power in the blood of the Lamb. And I say there is a sword, there is a sword in the blood. There is a sword in the blood of Jesus. As there was a sword in Egypt. There was a sword. When the Passover Lamb was slain, the sword was revealed. Hallelujah. There won't be the revelation of the sword that strikes the one who hinders the return 
to the fatherly dwelling except by the blood. Even when they arrived in the plains of Jericho, they celebrated the Passover. And there again, the angel who had a naked sword arrived so that Israel could take possession of the dwellings of their fathers. I'm thinking about all the cities in the world where they were powerful men of God, great preachers. You will take possession of these cities by the help of the sword that is in the blood of Jesus. The Passover lamb revealed the sword in Egypt. The Passover lamb revealed the sword in Canaan. No matter where you are in your country, I would love that all the families, the churches, you know, God said to Moses that the families should put blood on their door posts. Out loud that this should be approach of all the churches. Pray and call upon the blood. They say the blood of Jesus speaks better than the blood of Abel. You return. I don't have any shadow of doubt. I believe it deeply in my heart that people return in the dwellings of their spiritual fathers and they will live what their fathers lived because by the killing of the monster that is in the sea. Awake, awake. Arm yourself with strength, arm of the Lord, as in the days of old, in the past generations, no matter the ages that separate us from the first revival of the church, no matter how long, how much time is between us. Hey, the cross of Jesus release the word that killed the one who was hindering the return to the God of Jesus Christ in Jerusalem, in Judea, until the ends of the earth. That is why for me the preaching of the cross is a power. It hides the sword. The great and powerful sword. It will be revealed. The blood of Jesus has come to reveal the sword that strikes the one who does not want the return. That is why Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and life. No one can go to the Father except by me, the crucified one. Hallelujah. It is only by him. Or else there is no return. I say to the Muslim brothers, they are brothers by human blood, but not by faith. Muslims, you will not enter paradise if you don't come to the blood of Jesus. You call him Isa. But what does Isa, your prophet, say? No one can go to the Father except by me. Return in paradise is only through Jesus, the crucified one. That is why when he was on at the cross, he used the sword in order to tear the veil in the temple from the top to the bottom. What was the veil of the temple is the God of this age. If our gospel is veiled, is veiled by those who are perishing, whose mind has been veiled by the God of this age. You cannot deal with this veil that is hindering you to go back. 
There are people who cannot even live a holy life for you to enter in the holy of holies. We need to pave the way. You have free access in the sanctuary. By his blood. By a living way that was inaugurated through his flesh. Even when we'll be in the eternal dwelling. We will sing to the owner of the blood of Jesus. In Revelation chapter 7 verse 9. I saw a great multitude that could not be counted. That had palms in their hands. And they were celebrating. They said salvation belongs to God and to the Lamb. Of all nations, tribes, peoples, and tongues. Where do they come? They came from the great tribulations. They, they, they washed their robes in the blood of the Lamb. It is marvelous, the blood of the Lamb. Already a wonderful bride meat of Lamb is delicious. But the Lamb reveals the sword, the great, powerful, and fierce word that strikes the one who hinders their return. They will not be repentant in the cities if the sword, because repentance is the return to the father as it was for the prodigal son who was in death. The sword knows how to bring you back. Bringing back hearts. So the Bible says, give thanks to the Father who has delivered you from the power of darkness and has transferred you in the kingdom of the Son he loves, where you have redemption and remission of sins. Without redemption, no remission, no matter the powers of darkness. The sword took care first of the firstborn of Egypt, but the sword that I'm proposing to the church in, is going to take care of superior demons of the powers of darkness. They are going to be slain, decapitated, so that you may return. You know yourselves. The story when Israel was supposed to come back after their captivity in Babylon. There again, God killed the son of Nebuchadnezzar. And what did Asherah say? Everyone go back to your own people. God has instructed me to build a temple in Jerusalem. Let them return in Jerusalem. There again, God began by striking. He knows how to strike. Today, I'm not asking you to cast out demons, but to kill them. But don't say to me, Pastor, this is something grave. It is not me who has begun this approach. It is God who began. He's the one who killed the firstborns. Moses just recommended for blood to be put on the doorpost. Do you know why God killed the firstborn? Because there was a royal decree that was given to kill all the first male bones of the Israelites. God was just revenging or venging himself of what was done to Israel. You know why? God killed Satan at the cross. 
It's because they killed his son. And God venged himself. God venged himself on the temple who were accomplice to that murder. And these were deported in 1947. I'm saying to the witches of the earth, do not harm the people of God. God will exercise vengeance on you. The sword is still alive in order to deal with the criminals. Some people are saying to me, but pastor, in Isaiah, I'm going towards the end. In Isaiah 26, if you pray, if you believe, and I believe, and together we'll pray, we'll see the Holy Spirit come down with the sword. Isaiah 26 is connected to, to 27. To verse 20, come my people, enter your chambers and shut your doors behind you. Hide yourself as it were for a little moment until the indignation is passed. For behold, the Lord comes out of his place to punish the inhabitants of the earth with iniquity. The earth will also disclose her blood and will no more cover her slain. And the next chapter is 27, verse 1. In that day, the Lord will strike. In that day, the Lord, with his severe sword, great and strong, will punish Leviathan, the fling serpent. Leviathan, that twisted serpent, and he will slay the reptile that is in the sea. I'm saying to the great prostitute who is seated over the great waters, you will not escape this great sword. Hey, hey, hallelujah. Why? Because she was drunk of the blood of the saints and the witnesses of Jesus. There it is dangerous. God venges himself. Why was the great prostitute killed? Let me go for I would love to take you back in the dwellings of your fathers, of your spiritual fathers. Not the false fathers. I'm talking about true spiritual fathers. Some people don't merit to be called fathers. Why was the great prostitute? Revelations 18 verse 20. Rejoice over our heaven and you holy apostles and prophets. For God has avenged you on her. An eye for an eye, blood for blood. Then a mighty angel took up a stone, like a great milestone, and threw it into the sea, saying, Thus with violence the great city Babylon shall be thrown down, and shall not be found anymore. The sound of harpies, musicians, flutists, and trumpeteers shall not be heard in you anymore. No craftsmen of any craft shall be found in you anymore, and the sound of a millstone shall not be heard in you anymore. The light of the lamp shall not shine in you anymore, and the voice of the bridegroom and bride shall not be heard in you anymore. For your merchants were the great men of the earth, for by your sorcery all the nations were deceived, and in her was found the blood of prophets and saints, and of all who were slain on the earth. Verse 2 of 19. 
After these things, in verse 1, after these things, I heard a loud voice of a great multitude in heaven saying, Hallelujah, salvation and glory and honor and power belong to the Lord our God. Two, for true and righteous are his judgments because he has judged the great hallowed who corrupted the earth with a fornication. And he has avenged on her the blood of his servants shed by her. And again they said, Hallelujah, her smoke rises up forever and ever. Do not do harm. You will be killed. It is not me who is saying this. Someone who said, this pastor is saying many stories. It is Jesus who said it. He who kills by the sword will perish by the sword. He said to Moses, put back your sword in your sack. He who kills by the sword will die by the sword. Do not kill. If you kill servants of God, men and women, if you kill the saints, the prophets, we will not take swords to kill you. We will ask to the one who kills the ones who kill. Because the prayer of awake, awake, like in the days of old, we are in the 21st century, 21st century, but we'll say, awake like in the days of old, in order to make the criminals of the earth to pay. Pharaoh was not kind. He made people to work without paying them. He sucked everything out of them. And God was also going to suck everything out of him. We don't play with God. You don't mock God. What a man will have sown, he will harvest it. Harvest it. If you sow a sword, you will harvest a sword. If you sow a sword, you will harvest a sword. If the great prostitute here is harvesting a sword, it's not you men who sow sword will not harvest a sword. This message must help you. There won't be a return. I'm thinking about the dreams of the servants of God to go back to their lives, to experience what they experienced in God. I'm thinking about the ministers of Asia who are following me. I love that you in Asia who are following me should go back in the dwellings of your fathers, Mary, Matthew, Matthew, Mark, Luke. All these were from Asia. I love that the church should enter in the revival of the fathers of the church. Return. Don't forget my prayer of Isaiah 51, verse 9. Awake, awake, clothe yourself with strength, like in the days of old, in the past generations. May you ask that. It is written for the church. Awake. That is why my message is great word for the return to the dwellings of the fathers or of the Father. Jesus came in order to bring us back to the Father by his blood that was hiding the great and powerful sword. When the cross of Jesus was set at Golgotha and the blood was shed on that day, the sword was released in order to 
kill spiritual death and physical that was in Jerusalem, in Judea, until the ends of the earth, the day of Pentecost. The message of Peter was a message of return. He says, repent. Come back to the one you crucified. And Jesus is in heaven. He has been raised as prince and savior in order to give to all repentance, the ability to return to the Father, the repentance to the masses. This word of the scripture will become a reality for you. May God bring you back by the strong and powerful word by killing the monster in the sea. But I'm inviting you Dear brother, dear sister, to prayer, the prayer of Isaiah 51, verse 9. Awake, 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 as in the days of old. He has not changed. He is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Amen. Thank you for following. Let us spread faith all around the world through this teaching.